0: Hey, everyone. Jeremy National, Fire Radio, back at it in the studio today. Our rent, our, our rentful studio here where we squat and uh, shoot some content. But today's a lot of fun, right? So these guys from not so much New Jersey come rolling through. The crew from Vanguard, Safety Wear, friends of ours. I got uh, Nick Dingus, of course, Ryan Pennington, and Andy Shapiro. Uh, the three musketeers of Vanguard. Um, I say that with... Uh, You know, the utmost respect for the three of you. Um, You guys have created quite a business and friendship uh, while navigating the American Fire Service in how to uh, educate and provide a very top-quality glove to the fire service. And so you guys were coming to New Jersey. Uh, we're going to get into why you guys are here um, and so on. But it just makes for a, a great story. And so that's why I really wanted to get together today with the three of you. Uh, and, of course, my man Pip over I here on my fun. left. I'm little. I thought you um, forgot about
1: that. No, no, no. Did you say musketeers or mousketeers? Uh, I, mean, I don't know which
2: they exactly. are. Right. Exactly. I was really thinking it was mousketeers. Yeah,
0: it I think we brought Pip for the comic relief. It's just awesome. not. Let me know when it starts. All right. Um, but, you know, so having you three here with us is great. And um, like I said, it's nice to do these in person. Typically, we've been doing, um, you know, video conferencing or audio, you know, over the phone. But when we get to sit down with friends like this and kind of, you know, talk about, um, you know, what's happening and the friendships that you guys have in this business that you've built, um, it makes for a great conversation where we can do it in person. So, first off, thank you for joining us and coming to New Jersey um, and so on. So, it's always good to see you guys.
3: Yeah. Oh, Thanks for having us, Jeremy. We were just here for the pizza, really. Yeah, and the how pizza, was the it? The pizza was fantastic. You chose a primo spot, and the New Jersey pizza might be, eh, might be up there.
0: Uh, New Jersey oh, pizza, I think, like, rivals the best. But right. the place you went, was uh, that's average for us. No, oh, it was so, excellent. That's just pizza. Yep. That's I
3: call that, that pizza. pizza. You guys call that, <laughs> this is amazing pizza. Just call it pizza.
4: <laughs> well, when it's you're from West Virginia, <laughs> that's amazing. Easy, easy, easy. This is, right, right, right. First
3: shot's fired already.
2: Yeah, that's seconds. all right. did your That was your buddy, <laughs> not us. Has <laughs> pizza even got to West Virginia? Easy, easy, easy. have cheese there?
0: It looks like pizza got there, so let's move on. So... And I, I say so that with, the with most love. So let's, let's dive into it. Um, a little bit of background with Vanguard safety wear, right? So, um, you know, I know the MK1. I know the Squad 1 glove, the Ultra. These are gloves that you guys have produced into the market. Um, I'd love to know a little background about Vanguard, how it started, sure. where the concept came from, and then ultimately how this relationship developed and grew
3: so the relationship actually started back in 2007 Uh, i was actually wearing another manufacturer's product and i got burned so i reached out to that manufacturer and i said hey i had a little problem here got a little too close to the fire and lo and behold the guy who answered the phone that day was andy shapiro no kidding no seriously he's like here send me the gloves back i'm gonna cut them open he's like hey ryan you got too close to the fire so we started that relationship in 2007, and that's where actually Andy actually had met Nick back in 2007. So fast forward to six years ago, I reach out, and I'm like, hey, Andy, I've got this idea for this product that we never made. <laughs> and he's like, hey, by the way, I left that company, and I'm looking to start my own thing. And I was like, well, I am your guy. So what, when was that? What year? So was it six years ago?
4: And, uh, no, more than that. Well, that had to be 2015, 16. 15. Okay. 15.
3: 15. So he's like, hey, Ryan, I've got some ideas on how to make this. Make this new product better. And I'm like good because the stuff still the market right now is not holding up. We're, we're not buying the same. We're we're trying to everybody else's product on the market. They're not holding up in, in back in Charleston. So we started this process. So he's like, I've got this idea. So he sent me the first things. It was amazing. Never going to pass NFPA. Not in a million years would it have ever passed. Because my guys came out from the flashover car, and they just, just say that their hands were no longer white. Yeah. They, were, they were quite considerably yeah, yeah, red. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so this ain't going to work. So we, we fast forward a couple months, back and forth with the iteration. We found manufacturing. And then, and then in the meantime, he had reached out to Mr. Dingus which who runs a successful uh, fire equipment business in the Midwest.
4: Wanted yeah. him as a, as a customer.
3: Yeah, so we actually wanted him as a customer. Well, all of a sudden, Nick reached back, and I'll let him explain what he remembers about the conversation. But he's like, oh, wow, these are really good. And I was like, we really think they're really good, too. So that started the whole process of how all three of us started way back in 2015.
4: That's pretty much how it went. Um, and like I, you said, I reached out to Nick. I wanted distributors to jump on. And it's hard at the beginning because you have a product that's unknown and you're just starting from scratch. And Nick liked the gloves apparently said, Hey, you know, forget about that. I'll be a partner. And I said, sure, let's yeah. go for it. Yeah. And that was uh, one of the bright moves I made in my life and uh happy I did. And Ryan on too. So, had all my two old buddies join in, and we just started from scratch. It,
3: and the, it, what really stood out to me, talking to Andy about this, and Andy, maybe you can share this story a little bit, but his father worked for, who was it?
4: He was in the textile industry.
3: And he he described a, a major textile company that had three partners. All three of them had oh, a unique yes. unique skill set. Yeah, actually, that company,
4: uh, I don't know if guys in the fire service know about them, but it was Liz Claiborne, Inc., and it was an apparel company started in the mid-'70s, They had four partners and each had and that was a lesson I learned they had each partner had expertise in a given area yeah and it was just the perfect combination yeah and in fact Liz became the first CEO female CEO of a billion dollar public company that's how successful they were and they built that company and again that was a lesson that I learned I knew them all personally and it was just the perfect blueprint how to build a company
3: so fast forward to the Vanguard model he's the design guy I'm the mouthpiece we needed the business guy, and that's right. where Nick really – honestly, if we would not have found Nick, you probably would have never heard of Vanguard because these two guys right here are not the business guys. I'm, right. the, I'm the burn stuff guy. He's the material guy. So fast forward to bringing Nick in. And he's like, hey, guys, have you thought about X, Y, Z? And I'm like – and he's like, nope, never did. Yeah. So that's how we all got started.
0: What was it for you, Nick? I mean, when when you first were approached to, hey, would you be willing to sell these gloves to, hey, I want to become a partner, there had to be something that you saw that really made you think, hey, there's opportunity here.
2: Yeah, for sure, and it's one of those things back in 16, so I teach fire behavior and flashover, and Andy had sent me product, kind of the first iteration. I remember marking it up with a notebook. I sent it back to New York. Uh, He sent me the second iteration, kind of the same thing, and uh, the third one came in, and I'm like, oh, these are really good. That's cool. (laughs) And I remember calling Andy. Like November, or December, sixteen, and I said, "Hey, I'll take a hundred pair. Let's start with that." And that first hundred pair, um, we took to FDIC, we sold out immediately. And I, I think we went to dinner that night. And I'm like, "You know what? Give me five hundred more pair." And he's like, "Yeah, I'd love to do that. Um, you know, can you can you float me? Yeah, you know, exactly. uh, enough money for the first five hundred <laughs> yeah. pair?" Yep. And I'm like, "Well, how about I just partner with you?" Yeah. And uh, we went down that path. Uh, then in 17, and by mid 17, we had a company rolling, and uh, the, the business has just exploded since then. We've got over 100,000 firefighters wearing our product in North and South America. Wow! And it's really neat to see trade publications, um, in videos and different things of people wearing our product, and it makes us pretty darn proud.
0: What is it for? Uh, like I'm thinking about it as Ryan was talking before, right? Through the trial and error of designing Hello. these gloves, you know. I, I, all through my career in the fire service every time we're getting new gear we we trial test new gear we we go out we see whose gear we want to we want to represent who we want to wear what what works for us what doesn't work for us and then when your gear comes in here's a new pair of gloves yeah. gloves were never a focus they, right like yeah. it was it was just like we we cared so much go ahead andy yeah. i'm sorry i
4: call gloves the bottom of the totem pole <laughs> yeah yeah like dads you know <laughs> right like right right. and it's true it's a it's a throw-in and what also changed that market so uh, drastically was i don't know 10 12 years ago is when the turnout makers started going head to toe and the morning pride started that and so all of a sudden you had so many more competitors yeah. in the industry and Hey, you're gonna buy this, you know, eighteen hundred uh, dollar uh, turnout set. We'll throw in some gloves for, you know, for free or for twenty bucks and whatever. So it kind of really changed the whole market for gloves entirely.
0: That's it's just really interesting to me, right? Because I watch today and guys take great. There's almost like a, a greater sense of ownership these days about our, our personal abilities and uh, and what we need to do the job correctly, right? And so we use our hands on the fire ground for everything. everything. And yet gloves were always an afterthought. Yeah. And I remember back to some of those gloves that I had, they were just clunky, thick, oven mitts. you know, oven mitts, oven right? Mitts. Mm-hmm.
2: The old red balls. I, old, I never there had were a blue, pair of red there balls. Were I'll blue be
0: ones. Yeah. <laughs> I, never, I have a pair I mean, well. at, my, in, at home that somebody sent me, Right. you know, but I never wore a pair of, <clears> of, of the red <clears> gloves. But I just remember the old clunky... Big oven mitts, as you say. Yep. And what an afterthought it was. We put no thought to why can't we get a better yeah. glove?
3: So there's a trade off with that, what we learned though. Those oven mitts, what could you do with the oven Everything. mitts? Everything. You could go through the gates of yeah, it, right. <laughs> hell with yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, to get dexterity, you have to give off TPP. So that's where Andy, Nick, and myself started down this road. And let me tell you, we didn't start off with a booming business. This was this was absolute blood, sweat, and love is what I call what got under these gloves. In our training academy, we have to do everything. We make them do everything gloves on, because we had a firefighter jump off the fire truck without his fire gloves on his fire hands, and he wasn't nowhere near the fire and got third degree burns to the back of his hands. Yeah,
0: All- I had a nozzle man uh, make yeah. the fire floor with me, yeah. and then he had to hide behind me he, to put his gloves right. on behind me, and I ended up taking the nozzle because.
3: But he didn't why? His gloves. Right? Why? Because he couldn't right. function. Right, He couldn't function in the other right. bits. So that was that's where Andy came in. And he's like, hey, Ryan, we can change the finger with this. It's like, okay, I blow out thumb crotches every pair I get. We'll fix it. We'll reinforce the thumb crotch. Then fast forward to Nick, and Nick's like, I want a little bit more dexterity here, but I want some more pr- protection on the back. So he added another layer of leather. So when, he, when we say this is a booming business, we like to think we're getting there, but it didn't start that way. No. This was so much work. And so many firefighters around the country. And then- on top of that, we were the new kids on the block. We still kind of are the new kids on the block. What the heck is a Vanguard? And, and getting in the fire service to even try our brand was not an easy feat at all.
0: But I'll be honest with you, though. I don't know other glove manufacturers. No. <laughs> I don't. like I. No,
4: You know, so many times I ask somebody, uh, what, so what gloves do you wear now? And they're like, The blue used, ones. The blue ones.
1: So I was fortunate enough to meet these guys kind of early on and be mm. a tester throughout it. I had just prior, maybe a year before that, bought a pair of gloves. And we're like, whoa, these are better than the blue ones from another <laughs> yeah.
0: manufacturer. Yeah.
1: So we all started kind of buying them. And it was like, well, this there's got to be a better way. And now, yeah. again, they've just come out with a better way. And being in that, I don't think I was in the first text group. I think I was version two. we were pretty close. But You're I was right in there. Close. And, and feeling close. that the, the change in the gloves and, and just, the, the, again, what you can do in the gloves. The most recent pair... You know, I've rolled hose in it because I didn't realize I still had my fire gloves on. Like, I didn't need to switch to mm. something else. But I think that that's good.
2: one of the things that was really important to us as we went through this, this this iteration, or and now five iterations of glove, is how do we make it very lightweight, very dexterous, so you can do all your fast in, in RIT training, and uh, you can also use it for extrication. That was important to us because not every department can afford to have, you know, two sets of gloves. Exactly. So. That was the path we went down, and uh, we wanted to provide the ultimate protection and dexterity and being very lightweight, and I think we did a pretty darn good job with it. Can we always make it better? We can. We've been testing materials now for over a year. Uh, You'll see that in the next NFPA cycle, which we're pretty excited about as well.
3: I mean, it's exciting for sure, right? Oh, you have no idea what's coming. Yeah, well. Uh, oh, but it's, it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> what,
0: I, what I enjoy about that is seeing the excitement in all your eyes when you talk about it,
3: right? And yeah. go ahead. But the passion comes from you, Jeremy. You and I have been doing this for a long time, and the passion for the job is the passion for the job. And we want firefighters that can perform. Listen. Period. Don't care what you look like. Don't care who your family comes from. Don't care what country you comes from. When you put your turnout gear on, we want you to function at a high level. Sure. And what happened was, is we set out on a mission to change an industry. We don't want you to think about gloves as an accessory item. We want to think of them the primary item because that's what you use on your halogens. It's what you pull ceilings with. That's why we've got so much passion for it because that's what we're here for. We yeah. want function. Yeah period. Well, yeah. I mean, we want some good looking gloves too, but No, I get it. I get it. No. I mean, go ahead. Look like good. I always
4: say, well, how many how many functions do you do with your feet compared to <laughs> how many functions you do right. with your hands? So that's kind of <laughs> where we, we we think about it. These are important for your performance, hello, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. I, you know, and, and not only that, I think of the personal ownership that people take in the job today, right? I think years ago, it was a little bit different. It was just, Hey man, we're firemen, you know, and we jump on a fire truck, we go to fires, right? Like now today, there's such a focus on the individual when it comes to their own skills and abilities and pushing themselves to get better. And so as we challenge our people to do more and to save time, right? A lot of that has to be with gloves on. And so when you talk about that, yeah. right. we need to make sure that we're providing our firefighters with a glove though that allows for that type of mantra, right? If we're going to yeah. expect more out of our people and expedite their services by hopping off the rig with their gloves on and being able to stretch and mask up and force
3: entry and make entry
0: with, all with their gloves on, then we better give them a product that you can do that
3: with. And that's what started this whole epidemic really. And it started I'm going to be honest with you, it started with the with the uh, the tradition's training folks. That's where I really kind of started learning that, and it came from Pete Lung. If you're not combat ready, you're not ready. Right. And when you jump off that rig ambulance uh, fire engine, and you've got some mama hanging out of the window, she's not going to want you to take time to put your gloves on. I mean, how many times have we seen these YouTube videos of people without their PPE on, without their gloves on trying to go make rescues? It shouldn't happen. It's because you should have functional stuff. It, it, if you can't, if you, I'm an officer. If I can't put my gloves on, go on to the run, talk on the radio, and push on my MDT, you need to find another product. Period. If you don't choose us, that's fine. But find something that works. Yeah. Period. I mean, when you're testing these things, it's not just a matter of like, being, I tell these guys all the time, we don't want our gloves tested in a sterile classroom. Let's go to the drill field. Let's get them soaking wet. Let's get them in the combat because that's where we shine at. And that's the reason why We're here.
2: And I think a big part of that, too, is we've had so many training organizations coast to coast that we've allowed to try our product, give us feedback, and I think that's what also has made it better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when we see the grassroots – focus of this. And we started with literally no marketing, as you know, and uh, Ryan w- did a great job for us. But outside of that, we didn't pay for any marketing. It was just firefighters across the nation that were using the product, like the product, gave us feedback on the product, and then we tried to improve it over the last five years, five or six years.
4: I, I think that's the key to this company is two of the three partners are professional uh, firefighters and instructors. Um, so that's where we come to the market. That way with that mentality just the kind of things they're talking about and we're very focused we only make gloves we make two structural gloves which are very similar just different leathers and we have an extrication glove we don't do hoods we don't do boots we don't You know, we're really focused on this and these guys have relationships in the fire service that uh, i could never have as a manufacturing guy and 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 the people they know and the people we've met through them has given us a tremendous opportunity to get feedback and to make a better product and to reach the people we're we're looking to reach. So I think it really sets us apart. Well, that's what I love
0: about it, right? When you have a a company that's um, invested in what they're doing with with the end product, it's not just about how many gloves you could sell, right? It's the mission of it, right? It's providing a better product for firefighters so that they could do their job better, right? When you carry that mission at the core of what you do, then everything else falls in line with that,
3: right? Well, actually, our core mission, and I'm going to quote this. I've got to share this story. When we first started this, Nick brought the business side. And, Nick, how do we run this? He's like, first and foremost, any decision we make, we're going to have fun. Because if we're not having fun, we're not going to do it. Yeah. And I swear, that business model of fun. It's important. Dude, it's just like. It's important. (laughs) And I think it's
2: also focusing on people and not on profitability or money. 100%. when, when, when people focus just on the money side of things, I always feel like it never works out. But when you bring passionate people together with yeah. a focus and a mission, you can accomplish darn near anything. And we've been able to do that now. I think I've had six businesses over the last 20 years, and five still are going today. And, and, and that makes me very happy. And to watch those things roll out, and when we started not managing from the bottom up, but more on focusing on the people and the passion and making the product better, then, then we all win.
0: It's right. pretty cool. Well, 100% and not only that but it parallels, right? So you you're doing the very same for the fire service as you are doing with your company. And that goes for your employees, your people, right? It's the mission, right? The mission is the mission's the most important thing. Everything else comes right.
4: second. Right. And, and it'll all fall into place if you make that mission the most important right. thing, you focus on it. The business will come and will follow and that's a lesson, you know, I've learned here even late in my career, uh, you know, here's an example. It'd be 11 o'clock at night. I'll get a text from Ryan. Well, what about doing this with the glove or that with the glove? I'm like, dude, it's 11 o'clock. Yeah, I'm I turn them off. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I, I put him on ignore I at night. He's text, on my text, do I get not other texts and I'm you like, ca- silence. You got to show me, show me how to fix my phone yeah, the like that. One, the
3: one time in the last six months I stayed up to 11 <laughs> yeah. and
4: then I'll And then I'll say, no, Ryan, because the NFPA standard, this, that, this, that. And, you know, he'll give me. You know, one idea and then another idea. And I'm like, no, NFPA standard won't allow it. And then he'll give me another one. I'll like, say, yeah, there, that one works. That, that and is, that's how it goes.
3: And that's what makes us different. So our very first liner was very abrasive. It was a great Kevlar liner, very <laughs> abrasive. So the, we got together. It's like, hey, can we change this without, we had, to go the, we had to go to Andy. And he's like, I think we can change this without recertifying the glove because it's the same material, just different texture. Right. Boom, fixed it. We were able to... Yeah, was fast. It? We do things we did, fast. We do things fast. Yeah. I mean, it was super so, fast. And I, I want to talk about that because fast,
0: small companies, scrappy yeah. companies yeah. can react quickly. That fast. We can call an audible today and be doing something very different tomorrow, that, right? We can, we can focus differently. Go ahead. Because
2: you don't have to make decisions by committee. That's right. right. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things, if, if you know what the right thing is... You can adjust immediately to yes. whatever that is. And I always say business is like a meandering stream, right? There's no straight line. <laughs> we just follow whatever path it takes us, but make those decisions quickly. Sometimes we have to fail fast too, but we can write we can the ship very yeah. quickly. The and Squad then, uh, 1 gloves,
4: awesome. our Squad 1 extrication gloves, a perfect example. The first uh, uh, round was a synthetic <laughs> palm, and it just was not, and we put it out in the field. In fact, we had it at socket FDNY, and we got a little feedback from it. Never and never. we knew right then we had to do something different. And we had the new iteration, like, almost instantly, and it's just been a massive success. We I can do things quick. Like I do go. love the Squad 1 <laughs> glove.
0: I love I, – and, and the, other, the MK also. I mean, these are gloves that I'm wearing now thanks to – Ryan and so on and and I'll say this that I never put much thought to it but once you get a glove that makes a difference and I always have people I've been telling guys at my firehouse because they see him and they said oh what, what's this and I'm talk about it and so on and the question's always like how do they go on when you're clean with your hands wet <laughs> oh yeah well oh. It, right
3: oh my gosh that is like so the bane of that right exactly theory. and I go
0: well what any glove yeah, right yeah. like you know let's have a real conversation like it's not slipping right. back in like the original. Right. It's like fit, putting right? on a wet t-shirt. Exactly. You know, try that. Right. But here's your,
1: your answer to with that. And, and these are things that they've developed, but then on these gloves, what I, my favorite part is your fingers don't pull back out. No, yes. Yeah. So they the don't. fingers are there. It's just that your hands are soaking wet. Your gloves are now probably soaking wet and it's just hard to get it back on. Yeah. And that, I know you're working on it the, and, but that's it. It's a, it's a problem so that let's you let's have to let's keep Let's go working. down that road a little bit. And
3: I, I, we are, here's the thing about we are very transparent with what we've struggled with and what we've won with. Our fingers will not pull out. Right. But we had some pinky twist issues. Come to find out, pinkies are not easily sewn because they are round. So talking to our manufacturer, he's like, "We, that's tough. Boom, fixed just like that. I mean, it was like one little small batch. Yeah fixed that fast but that's how fast we fix it so now the wet dawn and off is, is, is just the hardest thing for everything Sure, ours is good not great and we're still working on it but that's we have to wait for technology to keep up with us too so and that's where he comes in and, and that's where we're going to keep pushing the limits moving forward what material is available how can we get it and then how can we buy it in bulk so we can do it in bulk so that's where the small companies has been able to manipulate those small challenges sure. very small challenges very small numbers but they do happen
1: and good, not great. You just said it. It's How good, many manufacturers of
3: anything, any
1: product, <laughs> no, not even fire service wise, say good, not great? But yeah, we're it, working on it. But we, we are working right. It very that's it.
4: And it's always the balance because that's that's the way we operate. Is you got to have the balance of all the features and performance, Correct. and end up at the top because you, you're never going to have it all great. There's a, just too high a bar to do with the certification and all the tests and performance you need to meet as far as cut protection and puncture protection and heat protection. You got to do all that and then have some kind of tactility, dexterity. You know, it's a horrible recipe, you know.
2: And I think always striving to make it better, you know. And that's the thing where I know our ear is always open to what does the market say? Who are our end users? Yeah. With these large cities, you know, it could be the volunteer, rural America. And then how do we take what they're – pain points are and make it better Yep, and, uh, and I always enjoy that part you know luck- luckily today we've got large major metropolitan cities running our product all the way down to you know 10 person volunteer departments in Kansas but those folks give us the feedback that we need that we can adjust you know we pass it along to Andy in, in the manufacturing body we make sure it meets NFPA from the safety side of things and then we produce a product quickly
0: there is so much to be said for that when you actually are listening to your audience Right. I mean, if you think about the return, that's that's the information that manufacturers, OEMs, they need to take that information in. And so many of them turn a blind eye to it once we have our well, we got our squad one gloves and everybody loves them. So let's not push the envelope. We're good. (laughs) Let's go sell them now. Sell, sell, sell. And that's where you get lost.
2: And I think that's what makes us different is, yeah. again, it doesn't necessarily have to be based just on the profitability side of exactly. things, but it's how do you make it correct, how do you make it better, and then how do you keep a customer for life? And I think that's, you know, what we've been able to do thus far over the last six years that has been fun with this thing, and, uh, you know, and I'll let these guys go into the mission and, and what the name means, but it's a big deal to us, yeah. and, uh, you know, to have things happen like we had last night when we are over in New York City, that, that's that's unbelievable. Sure pretty cool.
0: Sure. So why don't we talk about that a little bit? The MK1 glove, right? I mean, can we go down that road? Let's talk about why you guys are here and uh you were in New York City last night right. for a big night for you guys uh and today you're here with me. So, why don't we uh
2: who wants to tackle <laughs> that? I think it, let let Andy start about the name. I think that's yeah. important. Let
0: yeah. Yeah, well, interesting
4: story. So, I live on Long Island outside of New York City and in 2016, I'm developing the uh the first glove and uh, in a road near my uh, near my home, I keep seeing this uh, memorial uh, photo and uh, of of a firefighter who died on 9 eleven. And uh, I didn't know who he was, but I figured he must have lived around there, so I started asking around. Turns out I, I knew his brother-in-law um, fairly well, who's also FDNY, and uh, firefighter in the memorial was Michael Kiefer, so we decided to name. Love the mk1 after him keep his memory alive and also for his family make them feel that his sacrifice was you know remembered etc etc
2: but andy yeah. failed to tell us what the initial stood for for about the first two it's, to three years i he, he wouldn't he right? oh yeah i don't even <laughs> yeah. remember oh it, yeah he yeah. did he kept, he kept it close to his
4: yeah i didn't want it to be a part of the, the marketing or the sales or anything just you know just Just to know, just to know and his family know.
3: When we started, we had a spreadsheet for names. Names for our company, names for our guys. (laughs) Nick and I had some wicked cool (laughs) names picked out. I mean, like wicked cool. And the boss said, no, sir, they will be MK, period. Not up for discussion, but never told us why. So you can imagine our frustrations. man, these are gonna be the Hades gloves or the blah the job gloves. <laughs> nope. I'm Very waiting okay. for these great names actually now that you said it. Oh
2: we trust a list. Most we can't <laughs> put on <out> here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounds like they got some other things <laughs> yeah. cooking. Yeah. Yeah. So those yeah. names aren't good to save <laughs> these <laughs> <laughs> names yeah. for our next product. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He was so insistent with it. So then yeah. it was. and that's how we got the MK. And it, was it was it to protect
0: like the, the integrity and sanctity of that yes, is that yes, you yes, know it was I didn't want
4: anyone to think that oh we were using 9 exactly, and right. the memory of a fallen firefighter to market or sell or create whatever publicity no we didn't want that I and think so for years it never even came up and then over time I think when we started contributing to the Michael Kiefer uh, fund memorial fund then we started to expose that yeah fact, you know in, in in a responsible fashion
2: yeah wow well. And it's been really neat. So we befriended the family. Kerry uh, kiefer Vivarito has been amazing. Anthony, obviously has done some R&D for us as well, and he's at FDNY Squad 1. But to be able to sit with those folks, uh, make what we hope are impactful donations. Um, last night, we, we gave 27500 to the foundation. That, that, to us, was a big deal. That's outstanding. And I think uh, in the last couple of years, we're up to $38,500. do not hold me exactly to that yeah. number, but pretty darn close. And uh, if we can help with you know, keeping Michael's name alive uh, in the future, then that's never forgetting, right? And I think that's a big deal.
3: Mission forward. Yeah. And come to find out the more we learn about him, it's just the more we're blown away. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting soft in my old age, so I can Please, start tearing yeah. up. <laughs> well, tell them who we met the last so we, two days. So we stopped by Ladder One Thirty Two, Eye of the Storm, and it's got his name over everything. And this guy Vinny comes out of this kitchen like bigger <laughs> than do it. You don't he, need to do the accent. Yeah, oh, just no, tell the no, story. No, I'm doing do the that. accent. He, oh, oh, Vinny comes out. He's he was, bigger than Jeremy. Six feet tall. Real standoffish. Two ninety. Yeah. And then he finds out what we're there for, and it was like a big teddy bear. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he's like, hey guys. This is what it's like. This is where he was. This is his best friend. This is where he grew up. We go to rescue company number two. He's like, You all are doing what? He's like, Yeah, well, we did this. And he's like, Well, this guy went to probie school with him. This was his best friend. Yeah. The lieutenant was in Hempstead with him. This guy was in Hempstead with him. He's like, You all did what? I'm like, We're here to visit rescue too. That's why yeah. we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, but at the same time, it's like, That's what never forgetting means to us
4: oh, and we just keep running into all these connections it's to shit. michael keever it's bizarre but yeah must be something to it
0: i there is something to it right i i think it really goes back to what this whole episode's been about right is the mission but just doing it right paying it forward right never forgetting like these are things that we take for granted people throw around these words right for for you to protect um Michael Kiefer and not bringing him into the fold in the beginning as you were developing and, and building out a brand and now for you to let everyone know what the MK one glove stands for and a mission behind that and then for you to be able to donate back to the foundation. I mean, that is truly living through what you guys are, are living and preaching every single day about what you're doing. So,
2: it, the yeah. truth, and I think that's what's been fun. And then again, to be part of their family yeah. is, is awesome. Matter of fact, we, we might have Kerry and Anthony out to Illinois and do some flashover training with that's them. Cool. So uh, we're talking yeah. about that, and that's then fun. also being at an FDIC next year. And uh, you know, if we can make the donation uh, with the family there during our party at FDIC, I think that would be outstanding. You were there. I was this I past
3: was. year, absolutely. And they, he didn't. They didn't tell any of us. He says, Nick said, Hey, Ron, come back here for a I got something to show you. It blot out. It I was knew. a 25,000. You knew already? I knew. Yeah. Did you really? you bum? <laughs> I, I was, was say, I was afraid I was Ryan gonna was, was going to tell I people. Everybody. I was afraid Ryan was going to tell. They were worried about you, yeah. Ryan. That's all. But. So so then we get uh Carrie and Viv on the phone. That's they're funny. like they're like, "What?" Uh, they're, like, what? Uh, they're like, "What are you all doing?" i was like, "You're going to want to see this." And it was over. I mean, it was just yeah. yeah. They they pulled her they pulled her son off those ice hockey rings. I so can see it. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'll, say, <laughs> yeah. I'll say really. I don't yeah. think yeah. that's a true story. It's a true story.
0: story. I'll tell you uh, some of the highlights of National Fire Radio have been opportunities where we've been involved with something and giving back. And it's just like it makes it all that much better, right? It really yeah. does. Well, For me, it does. It, it, here's good. the thing yeah. about
3: here's the thing about Vanguard that it's it's expanded my horizons. You and I are social media people. Pip, we live on social media. I monitor social media like a hawk when they talk about our gloves. So I'll give an example. This guy goes on it. Manny's Vanguard gloves, the fingers pull out, whatever. Give me a call. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the guy calls me. He's like, your finger pulled out. I was like, let me guess. It was the pinky. how do you know? It's like, I bet it didn't pull out. I bet it twists. He's like, well, how do you know? I said, well, FaceTime me. This happened, right? Yeah. yeah. We don't FaceTime. I said, grab a pair of scissors and cut them open for me. And I recorded it and sent it to him. It's like, yeah, that's a pinky twist. Happened about just a couple batches. Give me your address, and I'm going to send you back. Give me two of your buds, and I'm going to hook them up too. And not only did we not send them back MK1s, we sent them back MK1 Ultras. That is what Vanguard has been able to do mm-hmm. because it's not just taking care of one customer. It's taking care of that customer, their firefighter, their lieutenant, and that, I think that's how – you and I work. I know sure. it's how you and I work. Sure, I've got national fire radio, everything, because when I went to the first time that she shed, you hooked a brother up. I think that's what our company's values come from. Yeah. Look,
4: I've been in a textile business for many years before and another glove company before, but this is just a completely different experience. It doesn't even feel like a business sometimes. Yes. Yeah, there's the business aspects to it. You can't avoid mm-hmm. that, but this is so much more. It's become very personal Uh, To the fire service uh, for all of us, and especially for myself, who's not a firefighter, and it's just a very unique experience to combine all that and the business. It's just very fortunate.
0: I mean, you know, there's so much here, right? I'm a business guy too, right? Outside of the firehouse and so on, I'm a business guy, and and I recognize that. And when you can build your businesses on the same type of beliefs you have for the fire service. 100%. It changes the game, right, Nick? I mean, you're, you're talking about how many businesses you've been involved with over the last 20 years. And if you bring that love for what you're doing to the forefront, it's really like you're not working, right? It's like being at the firehouse. It's kind of like, you know, it's
2: enjoyable, right? Yeah, and that's 100% fact. And you know, always said, you find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That's right. And I don't think I've ever worked. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, which is probably truthful. But I said, you know, when I went to the firehouse every day, I was like a kid going to camp. And I'm like, and they paid me, which was awesome. And then to start these businesses, and luckily, again, many have been successful. It's been uh, it's great, you know, and then to enjoy it with people that we want to be around is even more.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes, though, there is a challenge involved, and the challenge is not to lose sight of that. You know, it's very easy to get – caught up in the minutiae of it all, if you will, right? In the, the business aspect and paying bills and sales and all those things that cut, you know, textiles and, you know, manufacturing and all these things that go into it. It is very real, right? But when the mission stays true, and it's nice to have three of you there, because I'm sure when one guy's a little bit low, the next guy picks him back up, right?
3: What works for us is if you turn to Ryan and ask him, what was your sales like last week? I have no clue, <laughs> zero clue if we sold one pair or a million pairs. But if you ask these guys what's going on social media, Nick will know, but he won't know. Right. That's why we became such a good thing. Because, I get it. Yeah, and, and it's just where I can focus in, and, and it's where we start with training companies. You and I had this discussion sure. last time we went burning up the road here. Yeah. It's like we had Nick Papa up there. Mm-hmm. We had a Northeast Squad Concepts. Mm-hmm. So we, we started off with those guys. Hey, we reached out on social media. We want to work with training companies. My email got blown up. I mean, there was just so many training companies that we had to start somewhere. So we chose two East Coast guys that we worked with so far, and we start supporting those. That is what we, our mission is to support, and it comes from our marketing budget. Our marketing budget is supporting the guys and gals that are out there educating the firefighters today, period. That's it. I love it. So many many companies, right? Regardless of of
0: if it's apparel, gloves, whatever it is, right? So many companies get caught up in their, their own ego, right? That they don't allow themselves to sit back and listen. For you to entertain every conversation online about your product Everyone. And, then to, and then to engage people. FaceTime. Whether they hate your product or not, they're going to have a, an unbelievable respect for you, right? And through that conversation, typically there's a lot of misinformation. And when you can engage your customer or a potential customer mm because you care that much that you are involved like that, you set the stage for
3: unlimited potential. So there was a, a Facebook group going about on, on about our gloves, and they're like, well, this is just a bunch of bull crap. There's, these gloves can't be that good, can't be that good, can't be that good. I answered every comment, and I swear my hand on anything. that The last comment says, I don't see any other manufacturers right. trolling the website, <laughs> and here you are defending your gloves. I'm ordering them right now. And he put the receipt where he ordered them right there. He's like, you're in my business right there. But just because it's not, it is a business, yes, but this is about the brotherhood and sisterhood, this is about the performance and products, and this is about you being able to make, listen, when they made the first rescue in our gloves in Cobb County, Georgia, I, I told him, I was like, hey, our gloves just saved somebody's life. And the guy said, I could grab a wrist because the gloves were that tactile, whatever you call them, dexterous, yeah. right? That, that hooked me. I was like, I want a million stories like that. Yeah. We, we got three guys gotten bad spots. Cobb County, Georgia and two other places I can't name. Gotten really bad. Melted face pieces. Minor burns on hands. Win. And I'm not saying that our gloves definitely protected them. But I mean that, that's, that's winning to us. Period.
2: I think it goes back to you know, partnering with the right folks as well, both on the training side of things, and even like our friends at Fast Rescue. Yeah. You know, I was at Great Lakes Hot this last weekend, um, just outside of Detroit, and to see all the training companies up there wearing our product again is is amazing. You know, whether it's guys doing hose advancement, doing forcible entry, uh, doing doing um, Rick rescue, all of that's amazing, and uh, and then to see our product as part of that that's that's wonderful.
0: It just seems like you got the right mixture, right? You talk about your partnerships and how well you guys feed off of each other and, and support one another in different aspects. But it also has a lot to do with just your presence, right? I mean, it's your care. I mean, you're putting gloves in the hands of people that are training and teaching and pushing the job forward. And so if you support people that support the job, it just inherently makes sense.
1: And doing it the right way. Correct. And and just watching the growth with that, with your strategy, you know, I could go back to, we were in Nashville together and we had Yahoo across, that was the next year. He wasn't there this year that we met. When I was across from Andy <laughs> yeah, when I because I met him there. Too, it's era. like our second show. But we're ever. like right, I'm right across from Andy, and Ryan's coming over to me. He's like, Dude, can you send people over to, talk <laughs> to our gloves? Right? Like, literally, it was Andy and some gloves. And listen, I had literally. been wearing them, and I'm trying, we're getting people they're trying them on. Now, we fast forward to this past FDIC. Oh, the booth was I insane. can't even get into the booth <laughs> yeah. because the line is so long, yeah, yeah. and on top of that, another distributor was behind them selling the same gloves with a so line right.
0: how do you so it's let me crazy. ask you this is is uh, how do you market and advertise me
4: right here me. but but are you Brian's doing big form, mouth.
0: so this is where i'm going with this right and this is this listen this is a lesson for anybody that's listening to this show or watching mm-hmm. this show You don't need to spend the big dollars on traditional marketing these days. you got to just do it right.
4: (laughs) I laugh because I get emails every week. You know, you you get the chief's list for (laughs) $1,500, $2,000. No, that's not the way we do it. This is the way we do it. So you know how
3: a market I followed somebody's business plan that was given to me in a bagel shop in somewhere in New Jersey. (laughs) You know that guy? No. He says, number one, I'm here for the long game. I'm not going anywhere for multiple years. Number two, I'm going to care more than you are. And number three, people don't read magazines anymore. They read social media. So make engaging content that's relevant in a timely fashion. Sounds you know that like, guy? Sounds like, guy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a smart guy. Sounds like a smart guy. I have never had that conversation. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. And the thing about it is is I'm not I'm not like you. I'm getting at your level pretty soon. I need I need me a, a, a crew to go with me yeah, for the filming so and stuff <laughs> like that. Get, but get, the thing about, about it is is I just grabbed we've got some buffs around. We'll capture somebody in New Haven, Connecticut. Buffalo is killing it with the MKs. Killing it with the MKs. They had some really big issues with other manufacturers. We've got almost 1500 pairs in Buffalo right now. So standing. It is. And because Buffalo goes to jobs. Yeah, they do. And I'm talking yeah. like job, job, yeah. slobber old knocking. City. Old city. Yeah. Yeah. So getting them and having them and having them continue to order. So just capturing those stories. And I'm not here to sell you a pair of gloves. I'm here to highlight what the brothers and sisters are doing while wearing our gloves.
0: You know, the easiest way to sell is not to sell. I, they, I don't right. have to sell. The easiest way to sell right. is to educate become Correct. part of the fabric, become part of the community, right. and you get a seat at the table. And yeah, when right, you get yeah. a seat at the table, everything else comes along. Right. And
1: just like Nick said, like you have some of the top training companies around the country going to different fire trainings around the country wearing your products well, because th- they know why, and the folks that they're teaching are looking at them going,
3: why are you wearing those gloves? Yeah, that's a hard decision to make right? because we want to vet who there's teaching. So that's why when we started, we started with Northeast Squad Concepts and Capital Fire Training. Saw the brothers, knew him personally. But then all of a sudden, like, I'll give you an example. Have you ever heard of the way of the nozzle, fella? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know who you are, but I want to be your guy on the nozzle in front of you going to a fire. So I reached out. Hey, this is Vanguard Safety Wear. We'd like to send you down some product. You're kidding me, right? I've been wearing them for two years. I'm like, how the <laughs> freak did I not know yeah, this? Yeah. So we hooked him up with a swag pack, just for information, you don't send hoodies to South Florida. Just going not throw that out there. <laughs> Waste of a hoodie. He's like, that's wow. actually fake news. I wear mine all the time in Southwest Florida. A decision so, yes. that Ryan yeah. made,
2: not yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's oh, reiterate,
0: guys. You, you got, and I size. We <laughs> <laughs> don't wear hoodies in South Florida. The guys lane. on this <laughs> side of the table. I'm <laughs> sure they double <laughs> up on <the> chilly mornings. <laughs> yeah. Chilly mornings but, in but South I mean,
3: Florida. The, that's that's how stuff spreads. I mean, all of a sudden he's down in South Texas teaching, right? And then all of a sudden, Capitol Fire Training is going out to Missouri. And that's how you just gain trust. We want to partner with all training companies. Unfortunately, we can't supply everybody yeah. yet. We're getting there one at a time. Yeah. So we've got more people in the hopper to go in line. And we're trying to be strategic with it. We need some more West Coast folks. So we partnered with a new West Coast company yeah. in, the new st- in the L.A. area, which we're excited to get those guys on yeah. board. But
4: w- we, don't, we don't hype the gloves. Mm-hmm. Our sales pitches,
3: <laughs> Here, try these.
4: And, you know, I laugh because I see so many other glove manufacturers, they talk about, oh, 60 plus TPP. If I see that one more time, (laughs) I'll throw up because the reality is it's the conductive heat test that's the high bar. So you can't reach that conductive heat test requirement without going. You'll automatically go over 60 TPP. So it's not a virtue, but they sell it as some kind of virtue. And when I see that, it it annoys me. It gets me pissed off (laughs) because it's not
1: sincere. Andy's sales pitch has been the same since that Nashville show too. Right? <laughs> here, try it on.
2: Yeah, literally. And again,
1: at all these shows I've been to, with yeah. with Dinkus Fire, here, try it on, and people are like,
0: "Oh, now I see." You know, listen, it's it's very simple, right? When you're caught up on the dollars and cents of it, you're not sending your product out for people to try and Bingo. test and see if they like it. When you're caught up on every single nickel and dime, you're not going to put your product out there. The other thing too is when you don't believe in your product. Or you don't have a mission built around your product, you're also not going to put it out in front of people because you open yourself up to criticism. Yeah. These guys welcome the criticism, hundred percent. It's exactly. good. It's not great. Yeah. We're working on making That's it great, right? right? And then the pinky, you know, the pinky issue, pinky where, twist. whatever pinky it is, twist. right? If You have a pinky but, twist. Ryan but the thing will help is, you when you when They're you gone. have a product, this is a product that out of the gate is not going to be perfect. No, no. There's always going to be room for improvement, and when you have a business that understands that and builds their mantra around that. People welcome that, right? It, it it becomes part of who you are. It's it's what you are, right? And that's why sending a pair of gloves out to these guys. Okay, I don't whether the gloves twenty five dollars, a hundred dollars. I don't know, right off the top of my head, right at this second. But if it's a twenty five dollar pair of gloves, people want money for that. And it's like, no, no. Let me send it to you if you like it. I guarantee you, you're going to tell eight of your buddies anyway,
2: right? <laughs> I mean, that's how well, that's I, how this works. Well, I think that's. We did that in many cases with a lot of these departments. Hey, we'll give you a pair. Uh, you buy a pair, we'll give you a pair. Just give us feedback. That's right. And uh, and if you like it, then buy more. And right. we found that worked extremely well. And I think why our business has exploded uh, because of that. And, and you know, it's kind of like a cancer. You know, once it starts, it goes everywhere. And it just happens today everywhere or in a lot of these metropolitan areas that we never thought we would be in.
0: It's got to be a lot of fun to sit back. You guys said, what, I think six years now or so? You guys have yeah. been, been doing years this years. as a partnership? Over the last six years, I'm sure I'm sure you have seen some unbelievable ups and downs, but probably mostly ups. And uh, I can tell you from a guy that does watch social media and is out there. Um, I don't. I couldn't even tell you the name of another glove manufacturer. Yeah, it's a big advantage I mean for that.
4: us. We compared to our competitors, there's nobody there really. Nothing.
1: I'm picking out the gloves on people on social media now. Like, like have you reposted stuff or sent it to me? Like circled. I'm looking at these pictures, and I'm like, oh, that it
3: has got a pair of ankles. Yeah, so look like at us. them, go, man. There's some MKs. It's I'm sort of like you in a way. Yeah. In we've that. brought attention to something that never really got attention, yeah. and we're making performance good of it. And Except I that they sucked. It all got bad attention. <laughs> well, My I, gloves suck. That yeah, was the answer. Well, there were some <laughs> really good gloves <laughs> out there in the early 2000s that somebody brought in that maybe yeah. maybe, may, may or may not have burnt somebody. Right. I, I don't know. But what we've brought is not only formal education about fit and function, but we're also going to teach you how to take care of them. Well, my gloves got brittle and crunchy. Well, did you lather them up with shaving cream? Well, no, I never thought about that. Well, that is a natural hide. Don't use the chemical detergents on them. Cold water tied and put some Barbasol on them. Would you take your leather catcher's mitt and throw it in a container with a bunch of chemicals? No. So, I mean, I think that's something else that we've brought to this, hopefully this whole industry, is that you have to take care of your equipment. You don't let your tools get rusty. Don't let your, oh, there you go. Got me a new bumper sticker. Don't let your tools get rusty while your gloves are getting crusty. The the issue about the gear extractor it just flows like Andy, a river. Sevy wants Andy, to know sorry. what a bumper <laughs> sticker is. <laughs> I saw real quick. Seve wants How to know what a you bumper do sticker this is. All the time, <laughs> 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 it's exhausting. How? Actually, it's exhausting. So wow, bumper sticker. So bad. Bad. All right, Andy, please so bring bad. us back around it's to
4: w- some serious talk I now. What I was about so to say bad. before Ryan interjected. Yeah, he's his, a poet. Uh, sorry. Lightheartedness. <laughs> sorry. Talk about wash care, and and Ryan did really come up with this stuff. It's not the gear extractor itself that's an issue. It's the detergent. I, uh, any turnout detergent, you don't want to use them on our gloves or anybody's gloves. Even if they say pH neutral, it's not the case. There are chemicals in there that will dry out the natural oils in any leather, and you'll make them more brittle. They won't last as long. So if you've got to go in the extractor. Use Thai gel or uh, dishwash liquid or, or something, but not turnout detergent. And like Ryan said, Barbasol on the leather after the gloves have dried. Keep them nice and moist.
0: I love it. I've never heard that before. Yeah. So that's. Oh, it. you never saw that? No, nope. Never and saw we, that. And he did. We're uh, due for another video then,
4: right? Yeah, he you hear did that? did a video or whatever on that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like two years ago, and we got like 20,000 views. I mean, people really ate oh, it up 100%. because it was like you Absolutely. said. No one tells you that, right?
1: It's just like throwing your hood in just soapy water and leaving it there for two hours and seeing what comes out of it. And you're like, yeah. oh my gosh. So is so
3: is the funny thing, thing about that is, 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 I get to be the crash test dummy. So, like, hey, ain't I just do? Yeah, well, the dummy part, right? So the last set of it. ultras that I had in, so I went on a pension run. So I worked all, basically all of B and all of C shifts, <laughs> right? I, I live in an, a typical declining East Coast town, vacants, heroin, and homeless. We go to a couple fires, 110 working fires on my last pair of ultras, 110 work, not training fires, legit going to fires. And those things, I would not get rid of them. Yep. Andy's like, I'm sending you gloves. No, you're not. <laughs> I mean, I'm 110 fires in to a pair of gloves, and they are still functioning until I finally cut them, and now they're gone, RIP. But the reason why is the durability of the skins, but the maintenance of them. They go to the extractor after every fire, so that's 110 washings, and cold water on a gentle cycle with Tide and Barbasol afterwards. Mic drop. Done. That's how you take care of them. Yeah. Not rocket science. if it was, I wouldn't be doing it. (laughs) I get it, but we got to educate the masses, right? Truth so bombs.
0: as your product is growing and finding a much stronger foothold in the American Fire Service, you need to be educating us about how to take care of them so we can get 110 On fires it. out of those gloves. Yeah. Yep. On it. Yeah. Do better. So, <laughs> Social media guy, do so better. So what's next for you guys? I mean, I, I, it's so exciting, right? And I, I don't know how much you could talk about. Um, I know you have some things in the works, right? Um, but. I'm just talking about in general the mission of the company, um, where you guys are headed, what you know, what the future looks like for Vanguard, um, and so on. I mean, I, I know nights like last night with the Michael Kiefer Foundation is certainly very important to you all, um, and that mission is going to remain strong as the years, I'm sure, you know, continue on. Um, what else? What else is there? You know, with
4: us is about continuous improvement. Uh, I don't know if there is the perfect. Uh, structural firefighting glove out there. We like to say our, our gloves are the ones you hate the least. <laughs> but I think there is a little potential for some significant breakthroughs, which we're trying out now. You don't know until you, you make them, sure, get them in the field. But
2: we think there's a chance to even go up another level. And I, I think uh, to Andy's point, that's something that uh, the continuous improvement thing is a big deal, but, With the relationships that we have with the textile manufacturers, I think is also very important. So we're looking at different liner options, different moisture barrier options, different outer shell options that maybe nobody has used to this point. And trying to make sure it still is a safe product, but extremely dexterous. You know, the moisture wicking is a big thing to me. How do we make that better? How do we do something that nobody else has done? And uh, we're trying to get that all figured out before this next NFPA cycle, which is pretty exciting. That's cool. That's exciting
3: for sure
0: uh what's next from here so we're gonna spend the rest of the day together which
3: is exciting for us uh i'm looking forward to it there is also um, one thing that vanguard would like to continue to do as well what's that give back to the american fire service not only to the michael Kiefer's, but if you're a volunteer station out there that needs some help or if you're like a single mom that's going on the job we want to hear from you we can't guarantee cool. that we can help your whole department but listen we work with training companies But if you're you're somebody out there, one of the best things, I'm not crying, I'm not crying. I had a single mom just got hired as a firefighter on the East Coast. She's like, I can't find gloves that fit. Can I buy your gloves? And she's like, yeah, this is how much it costs. I I can't afford those right now, so you don't have to afford them, honey. They're on the way. And I'm going to give you some squads, too. So I think that's what our company is going to continue to do as far as are we going to innovate? You bet your sweet butt we are. And I'm telling you what, this cat has got something up his sleeve right now that's going to blow your mind. MK2 is in the works. But if you're somebody out there that's, that needs support, needs some help, reach out. Because if we don't have the resources, we'll find them for you.
0: Which is a great, great way to start wrapping on this. It's uh, mission-driven. Um, 100%. You
3: know, as Nick
0: said, it's, uh, the first rule is we're going to have fun. Always. And, uh, and then followed by let's give back to the fire service. And 100%. I think that uh, that really shines through in what you guys have built um, and the friendships that you guys have with each other and the partnership you have and also friendships with guys like Sebi, myself, and, and Pip and, and the rest of the crew here. It's just those relationships matter. And, um, and they fall in line with why I think you've been so successful at putting just a really good quality product into the market. So I wish you guys nothing but continued success and uh, the very best. And uh, thank you. Thanks for joining thank me today. And uh, it was fun having you on the show.
2: Yeah, thank you, Jeremy and Pip, for having us. Always a pleasure to see you guys and, and a lot of fun to talk about the fire service
3: and where things are going. Yeah, can we finish?
1: Sure. Can we finish with that quote again? That great Shakespeare quote that Ryan came up with.
3: The bumper sticker? Yeah, so bumper. before you do that, make sure to follow Vanguard Safety Wear <laughs> on Instagram at Vanguard Safety Wear. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Vanguard Safety Wear. And listen, we want to hear from all of our customers. If you got something bad, we want to hear about it. If you have something great, we want to hear about it. If you have something in between, we don't care. We want to hear about it. Because more than anything, we care. And you know, Jeremy, I was there talking I'm or looking, looking at you. <laughs> 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 and I came to an epiphany these three guys what have show net, Is this sorry <laughs> we have, we have never had an argument in the six years we've been doing this do you realize that let's have one now yeah right yeah. right we have never had an argument throughout <laughs> this whole business I, I just epiphany all right so don't get your tools rusty and your gloves <laughs> get crusty Jeremy National Fire radio on that note guys thank you for tuning
0: in the crew from Vanguard thank you guys for being here I appreciate it and uh, thank you for tuning in we appreciate you watching and enjoying the episode we'll see you at the next one. From my man Pip and myself Jeremy National Fire Radio
3: you do it a lot better